you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Going to the hurry up offense. Yes, hi and hello, football fans, and welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by McDonald's All Day Breakfast. More choices now available. Go get you some, put it in your belly. Thank me later. Much to get to here in Studio 66. Make sure, as always, you check out the live stream of the DDFP at 5 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday and Thursday. If you missed that, you can watch the videos at NFL.com slash DDFP. And beyond, full boat here in Studio 66, Matt Money-Smith, Patrick hello. Claibon, What's up? Cynthia Freeland will say proper hellos in a minute, but like I say, it so is hurry a up. hurry up. Let's get to it here. Who's in more trouble, Matt Money-Smith, with a loss? And there are several games, once again, at this time of the year, you see a lot of these. One of these two teams is going to lose the game, and they're going to be in some legitimate trouble. Who's going to be in more trouble with a loss? The Arizona Cardinals or the Minnesota Vikings? I mean, who's at the top of the NFC West? The Seahawks, who's at the top of the NFC North? The Lions. Correct The answer. Cardinals Correct are in answer. considerably more trouble if they lose. Yeah. Correct. All, all across the board, it's the Cardinals. Yeah. 100%. We're not going to pick this one. Upcoming, the Red Challenge flag picks, and we're focusing on a bunch of uh, juicy games here. But this one is not uh, on our list here. So let's go ahead and pick that one real quick. Who is going to emerge victorious, Cynthia? Oh, that's a great question, Falcons. No, no, no. No, no. What are you saying? Cardinals. Oh, Cardinals or, or Vikings? Yeah. Cardinals. Cardinals are going to go in there and uh, get the W. The Cardinals are going to get it. I would agree. Yeah, that, that offensive line stops nobody. I think so, too. All right. Who's going to win? We've done this with a few divisions over the last couple of weeks. I encourage you, Nate Demand, you go and dig uh, dig those discussions up. Um, but who's going to win the AFC South? All of a sudden, pretty compelling stuff, and at least, I would say, two and a half good teams in the division. Claybon. I, I talk about people being overly reactionary all the time. I'm sold. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are yeah. going to snap the streak yep. this weekend. They're going to they're going to win the division and maybe make a run at it. This Cynthia, Smash Mouth is exotic. Cynthia, I remember saying to you about five weeks ago, boy, is anyone watching Marcus Mariota? He is atrocious. And ever since I said that, I'd like to. <laughs> Did you really that, say that? Yeah, I'd like to. Why? Why? He, he had been. He'd been. I mean, for, he had a couple of weeks there where he looked real bad, yeah. like something was wrong with him. And ever since then, because Cynthia and I discussed him, we lit a fire under him. It and might be the mustache sore. too. He's a big listener. His it, mustache might be helping. Yeah, too. it's Things probably the mustache. the mustache. But listen, let's not give the mustache more credit than you and I deserve for doing that. We Correct. inspired him. Inspired to, him to higher deeds. Uh, who do you think is going to win the AFC South? It's hard to pick against the Titans. Um, I don't really see. I mean, it's not the Jags. It's not Houston, and I can't see a, the case for Indianapolis. So it's not like a. It's like a. Who it survives. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to do the clean sweep with the Titans because I do love watching that team play football. Um, I know I you love, love Marcus Mariota. Um, do you love Mariota more than you like Jack Doyle? Ooh, yes. That's oh, okay. Yes, I do. Okay. I, just, I like that. Mar- I know you love Jack. You know what? Okay. It's funny. We were at the. It's not funny. Uh, I just said it's funny at the combine. <laughs> it could be funny. You could not have had two more different personalities than Mariota and Winston, and they were traveling in packs together, doing all their media, and it was hilarious to see Jameis Winston speak for Marcus Mariota, and he was doing it because he felt empathy for him because he's so soft-spoken. He was sweating profusely. He hated the process so much, and Winston was like aggressive with media people that were. 
were coming after him. Well, what do you say about that offense you come from and having to – what do you mean what do you say about – that was the most explosive offense in college football. That's what you're yelling at him for? Next question. I mean, it was really fun to watch. So to see him establish himself as a leader of a team, more vocal, uh, I don't know how you don't get behind it. He really is like one of the best stories in the NFL just to, I guess, provide a, a counterpoint and a long, circuitous route to get there. I mean, they're 6-3, and three, the Texans are. They've already played the Broncos. You know, the Titans still have to play the Broncos. I know that final game is at Tennessee, but they already beat them once. They beat the Lions. They beat the Jaguars. Even though they look terrible doing it, they're winning games in Houston. I, oh, I am going it to render terrible. the final verdict. Uh-oh. Matt Money Smith is correct. I like the Titans story, too. And like uh, the late, great Jerry Orbach says at the end I, of Dirty Dancing. I'm with Dancing, you. They're a snooze. I agree. But like Orbach says at the end of Dirty Dancing, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. And I was wrong about exotic Smash Mouth. It is working. But the reason it's working is because Mariota. Here's exotic Smash Mouth. See? It's like a luau version of Smash Mouth. I like that. Ooh. It? See? Walking on the sun. Clever. Get it? Clever. But it's exotic. Because it's on an island. That's the joke. Anywho, Mariota's ascent. Ooh, oh, coincidentally, Hawaiian. That's what I thought. I thought that's why that was. That all works. You didn't just dig that up. There's levels here. You didn't create that specifically for Exotic Smash Mouth? Yeah. No, we did create it for Exotic Smash Mouth, but not involving Mariota. That's how good MVP is. I mean. Come on. She is the best. Everything totally. has behind the glass. Yeah, I, 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 like look the, at her. I like the Texans. And by the way, they're going down. Who knows? It's going to be wonky Mexico City. I don't know what the vibe is going to be down there. It's, it's going to be impl- unreal. It's not implausible that the Texans are going to go down there and win that People one. People don't realize how much they love American football in Mexico. I mean, they freak mm. out for American football down there. And you're going to see a hundred and whatever it is, 25,000 yep. people losing their minds. And that's it's going to be as good a watch. Uh, I'm telling you, 25. Yes, really? it is a massive stadium. Those uh, kind of things, those are those uh, specialty kind of games. They tend, I, I feel they can like, be a little wonky. I, right, I feel like it could be a weird one. The Texans win that, then I think. But think about this: you have Houston and and Oakland. Right. The Raiders aren't leaving until Saturday morning. I mean, this is just, or I think it's Saturday afternoon. They just kind of fly in. Yeah, we do a walkthrough, and then we get to business, and we're gone. It's not the week in London or anything like that. It's basically just your standard road game for both teams. Um, and uh, by the way, the best defense still resides in Houston, yeah. even without J.J. Uh, Watt out there. Who is Patrick Claibon? Or no, this one goes to Freeland to start us off here. Who's the worst team in the NFL? Now, I know that we're going to discuss coming up here. Or no, we're not even going to bother to discuss it because all of you blindly assume the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah. would go on the road and beat a bum team, even though they rarely do. They have, people are talking about them going O for the season. But who is, in fact, the worst in the NFL right now? It's definitely the Cleveland Browns. Definitely? You sure? There's some other good candidates out there. Not really. No, I mean, not, not in that I, I, you know, I project out all of the rest of the games, and the one that they had a chance of winning was the Ravens on a short schedule with, like, co- and they got a, lot of, a lot of volatility. Because you, you could project that they were going to kind of try out different quarterbacks, try out different positions, and sometimes that works and sometimes that doesn't, and it didn't. And that was the one that my model gave them, like, a 51% chance of winning. Come on, money. Make a case. The, the Niners are, I'd love the to make Niners a case. are hideous. Uh, Colin Kaepernick make a, makes uh, them better. Well, I'd love to make a case for the Bears um, because yeah. Cutler is on in full Cutler mode. And just you know, and then that means they're going to probably try to take the ball out of his hands. He'll refuse to do that, and that means he'll throw even more interceptions. But their defense isn't bad. Now, the one case you can make for the Bears is they lose Kyle Long, so now the offensive right. line is going to get even worse, which means you have opportunity for more pressure on Cutler, more turnovers. That would probably be the only Cameron team. Meredith, their top Exactly. Alshon is now gone for four weeks. Jordan right. Howard is hurt. They don't have a running game. You know, That'd be the only team I might be If you be play that on a neutral put- site. Oh, that before you answer, Claybon, that reminds me. It's time to resuscitate one of my annual campaigns. I hope uh, Commissioner Goodell and company are listening. This would be Always. a grand addition <laughs> to the NFL calendar. Not so much listening as monitoring. Yes, right. <laughs> Either way, I think he's going to love this one. I Little think birdies will I'm pretty us. sure everyone's aware of this in the uh, National Football League community, is my idea to add this to the January calendar, the Loser Bowl. It is the two worst teams in the league playing one another. The winner gets the first overall pick. I think this would be – you play it on a you play it on a burnt-out field. You get a bad junior high band. Sure. And so the I, winner I, gets I, the first yeah. pick? Winner gets the first okay. pick, right. and it, we it. call it the loser bowl. You get it sponsored by Jenny Craig or somebody like that. It's Jenny a, it's Craig. A, it's I think it's Weight Watchers and NFL Watchers. partner. 
Per- Weight Perfect. Watch. Per- even better. Weight um, Watchers, Loser Have you bowl. run this by the Players Union? I have. That's some- probably the one group as opposed to Goodell. I think the you know Players what? Union, probably the organization that you have to red- run this by. Some players have said they don't want to be a part of that. Others who would have guessed? It, other players find it fascinating. <laughs> you know who doesn't like it? Sean O'Hara and his fellow offensive line. Darn right. They don't. That's they. They don't want to be. What do I want to be out there? Well, listen. Then don't. Then don't be in that spot. And then you don't have to worry about yeah, it. Friend. You're a cruddy quarterback, and it's like, wait a minute. So I win that's, this game, and I get replaced. That's I, the way this works. The name drop. I once spoke with uh, Peter King about this very idea, and and he did Ooh. not treat it like a joke. <laughs> no, he, he said he told the, you a ten minute story about yeah, traveling. The name drop prefer, preface. I was waiting for it. I'm yeah. like, who all right, got? that wasn't a juicy one. Kyle talking NFL. Yeah. All right. Now listen to me. The old neck Here's beard. what King said. Here's what my friend King had to say back to yeah. me. He said, what about the QB whose job is going to be lost if his team wins? My response to that was, that's part of the strategy. That's what the head coach has to has to use that as he puts his game plan yep. together. Do I want this guy right. who's going to lose his job if he wins out there? No, probably not. You keep not. pushing it, Chick. You just keep That's a good idea. Claybon, who would a, be in it's that? A, it's a great idea. It's Browns a, and who? Browns and Bears, and who would win that game? Browns and the Bears, and this is still full on tilt. I'm, the Bears on tilt win Jay that Cutler. Game. Yeah. This is because what we have, as Money said, this is like ascended bad Jay Cutler. Right. Yes. This is like he has achieved, he's gotten to the gym and he's angry now. Yes. Let down, knows that his days are Cutler enlightenment. In Chicago. Like he, he, he lost over half of the people that were probably. Who do I throw it here? Cameron Meredith or Eddie Royal? Right. Eddie Royal or Cameron Who's going to run it? Kadeem Carey or Jordan Howard? Hobbled. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know what's something interesting the about Bears the Bears? That, you know something interesting about the Bears? Most teams pay their tackles more than their guards, and the Bears they actually do it backwards. They pay their guards more than their tackles. What does that Can't say about their tackles? The I'm just saying, maybe <laughs> yeah. that could. Be, I don't know. It's at least something little, little I'll tell positive. You what, yeah. One thing. Uh, one thing. The results you can Whatever side you came down on in election night uh, a week and a half ago, <laughs> the guy who had a hundred percent approval rating, John King of CNN, the wizard. Darn of right. That, yeah, he is the that king. That guy works a board. The king of the uh, touch screen. Uh, we kibitzed with him um, on uh, earlier in the week on DDFP. Oh, yeah? A quick look at. I addressed Money and Cynthia, what we talked about last week. Who, in fact, is America's team? I just had him weigh in. He wasn't ready to get up and go county by county and uh, count up the votes. <laughs> but here's his response. Who is truly America's team? What would be your guess right now? Most popular. Wow. Most popular. That's an interesting one. The, I mean, the Cowboys may have been back in the day. Uh, who's the most popular team right now? I'm going to have to, again, say my Patriots, even though I know everyone's going to laugh on. at me don't, watching don't, this. Don't you because, do it. Because we, we watched through Deflategate and everything else, the polarization. Uh, you know, that's a great question. I actually don't know the answer to that right now. I, I think that if you look at a young team like Seattle, an aggressive team like Seattle, they get lost sometimes up in the Pacific Northwest. But when you see them on national television, you think, hey, that's how I want football played. King, Blitzer, Coop, and I will put our heads together in the offseason and go. figure that one out. We'll get him up there and uh, have him count it up. I don't think Blitzer. You got. You can only have one beard. So it's Freeland, either you or Blitzer. Freeland, you got to be a part of that one, too. It seems to make sense. Let's figure out who, in fact, is America's okay. team. All right, let's start the show. Yep, welcome to the DDFP, again, presented by McDonald's All Day Breakfast. And, got our uh, McDonald's. Mm. I, I'll tell you I this. Yes, orange drink, McDonald's. that's right. Yeah, I'll tell you this right now. The next DDFP is perhaps the most festive. Nay, there's no perhaps. Wow. It is. It is the pie off. I'm jealous. It's I won't pie be off five. The Piesman Trophy on the line. We will, Trophy. We will have here in Studio 66 the table of past champions and esteemed uh, pie makers. Defending wow. champ is? The defending champ, champ is Tara Deeker. Okay. Uh, uh, I can see that. Yes, operations that. Uh, extraordinary. There was great cr- uh, controversy last year, though, right? Wasn't uh, Iztook uh, filed a protest or something along those lines? He, no, he's a class act. But the committee, <laughs> you know, the committee, there were some questions after the fact if the committee made the right decision. And, um, you know, that weighed heavy on the committee. And, in fact, that's the second year in a row. Wow. That within a half hour after the committee rendered uh, the final verdict of uh, pie of the year, uh, this is in fact the first Shecky Award every year. Is the pie is who gets the uh, the Shecky Award, aka the pies. And the committee is the I am the committee. Yeah. Committee Thank of one. Thank you. All right. Committee of one. All but right. let, you know what? I'm fickle. Sometimes I like 
one pie, but then a half hour later, I like the other pie. Better. Oh, if we could hear that's, that inner dialogue. Yeah, that's what makes it the committee. Dan Hanzoos from around the NFL and his secret ingredient, his mother-in-law from Texas, will both be in here in 66. And then we'll head outside to join the rest of the gang. Lots of pies going to be out there. Um, be sure you check that one out in uh, to start uh, Thanksgiving week off right. Right now, though, let's start the show off right, even though we're 20 minutes into it. With a brand new intro uh, song, nervous. We go. comes with a video as well. If you wanna, if you wanna listen to it, excellent. We appreciate it on iTunes or NFL.com/podcasts. But I encourage you to dig this one up. Look at, look at it at again NFL.com/podcasts or on the live stream. Here it is, the debut of the intro of Matt Money Smith. <laughs> Wow, I am humbled. I mean, huzzah. What the hell? A big congratulations. (laughs) That that may be the greatest thing that has ever been produced about me in my life. Um, I was really happy to be a part of it. That was Dick Banks, the one-man house band with the great music there, and then the video – Shot by, Over the top. Shot by Keith Black and then uh, involving I, – I was walking by the studio and I, and I thought it was a couple other people we work with and I poked my head in to say shame on you and grow up. Yeah. And I realized when I looked in, it was Cynthia Freeland dressed up like yeah. a hair rocker. <laughs> and Hank. And handsome <laughs> Hank wearing a big, long, blonde wig. And so I and they went after it. both of them. And they, yeah. Yeah, they didn't, you cheat, went after they didn't get it. cheated no, on them. No, you know, I, I was not cheated for a second. I'm a little upset that they didn't air our splits. <laughs> Oh, the oh, yeah. splits didn't, but the leg kick at the, the leg end kick did, did get. Uh, I'm was, glad the leg kick made, made that it. That was special. Wait, Hank can do the splits? I didn't know Hans. Well, he well, also did a tremendous I will tweet leg out. kick. I will tweet out a photo of Hans, Hank, and I doing the splits. <laughs> that was great. That Let's, was, uh, thank you. I asked to look thank like you. the bassist from White Zombie. It worked. Uh, yeah, I think so. It worked. Yeah. Now let's say hello to another boy, pal. Boy. He's not here in Studio 66. No, he's traveling. Not the world. The, not Football America. The football planet, here he is, everybody, from London, England, by way of the U.S. Now he is in Mexico City, Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank, he's Handsome Hank, he's Handsome Hank. Ah, hello, Handsome, how are you? (laughs) Hi, friends, how are you? Well, we're doing well, and you know it's great. You know what's what's great, uh, if I can say on behalf of everybody here, it's cool that you get to spread your wings and travel the world over, and you really show us. You really give us a slice of what exactly. you look at that great looking wall, Matt Money. Well, yeah. So this this is actually the wall that's been talked about um, for a long time over the last few months. <laughs> it started going up. It's pretty solid, um, uh, but there's still some gaps over here to be filled. Yeah. Uh, Hank is in Mexico City, one of uh, the most beautiful uh, metro areas in the world, and we get to see a white wall. Well, I'll tell you what. Look, here, I'm going to give you a look out, outside the window. Oh, oh there, we, there go. we go. Yay. So there you go. That's a little bit of Mexico City. It's very green yes. uh, out there at the moment. So, what is hey, that? Right. If I sit here like this, then you can't see me, and I think I'm more important probably than Mexico. You, you are handsome, Hank. So Thank you, exactly. Thank you, Patrick. I'm also doing the splits currently. I'm holding this. Yes. Well I'm done. Gonna, I'm going to well tweet that picture. Video, are you okay Hank. with that? That was, uh, that was impressive. Thank you for I, really uh... – I, I, I had altogether too much fun uh, making <laughs> Yeah. Um, we yeah. did. We had it a was, ton of fun. It was brilliant. Brilliant, but uh, but but the team Keith Black did a fantastic job making it making it look nice as well. Um, handsome, so yeah, so you outtakes. now made it down there. Oh, to here make... we go. Oh, I... yeah. Outtakes. Oh, outtakes. We're looking at some outtakes. Uh, outtakes uh, <laughs> oh, there they are. Viewers can see while we I, go here. I, there I don't the know splits. Why that is an outtake. <laughs> that has to be an outtake. We can we we can do a director's cut. Handsome. <laughs> well done. Nice job. Handsome's wearing a uh, a T-Birds jacket. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> 
Quite ridiculous. Shame on both of you. Handsome. So you're in Mexico City. You've been there. What's uh, what's the vibe so far? Are they ready to roll and watch some American football? Money, Matt I Money think, Smith. Yeah, I think this, there's a lot of excitement. Like I got into the airport yesterday. Um, I managed to uh, to share a car with some Raiderettes cheerleaders. Uh, nice. So Good job. job. Well. Um, but, yeah, I think people are – People are pretty excited about the you know first game here in a decade, which is um, you know it's been a while since they've had a chance to taste um, a regular season game, and I think they've got a good one. The Texas, you know, mm-hmm. two uh, division leaders, Texas and Raiders. I mentioned uh, a little bit earlier, Hank, and I don't know if you, you feel it yet on on Thursday when we're recording this, but uh, they really love American football in Mexico. Yeah, I mean, really they do. really do. Yeah, no, I came down here a few weeks ago and. Um, and spoke to some people, and, and like you, it, it, you genuinely you walk th- walk through the city, and there are people wearing NFL gear, hmm. you know, everywhere. Which, not, no. which not fans any- are bigger? Is it more? Uh, the Cowboys, so they, the Cowboys and Steelers game that obviously was such a great game last weekend. They call it the Mexican Super Bowl because it is such a big game. They have such great fan bases out here that that's a game that hmm. obviously doesn't happen often enough, but that the fans here genuinely get really excited about. Ooh, let's and, get and that one on the books. Yeah. Let's add uh, Steelers and uh, Cowboys annually down in Mexico City. Awesome. So the I would I would suspect though, even uh, given the proximity to uh, to Houston and to Texas, I uh, I still would imagine the Raiders are the uh, gonna gonna have a bigger cheering section, right? I would say I'd say that's a good guess, and the good news is it's, uh, it's the Raiders have given up a home game for it, so they will be thankful of the support. Is it and weird? I don't. Big, Stadium. I don't. Uh, I don't expect you to know all the uh, ins and outs of these sorts of things, but we always hear about what it's like to go play a mile high in Denver. That's the same case in Mexico City. Are you finding yourself winded? Yeah, I mean, I came. So, like I said, I came out here about, I guess, six weeks ago, and I mean, even right now. So, I, I got here yesterday evening. It, it's. I think it's a lot higher than Denver. And I have a headache. Uh, I'm out of <laughs> breath. I consider myself to be a. That's the relatively- booze, handsome. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good point. The, but it, it's, uh, I think, I think it get, you know, the, the teams get in on Sunday night for a Monday night game. I wouldn't be surprised if the altitude and it affects different people in different ways. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if you know, some players will find that they're winded after warmups, let alone you know when the game gets going. I mentioned it uh, a little bit earlier. Maybe it was before we started the show, but uh, it's got a great nickname. Coloso de Santa Ursula is what they call uh, Estadio Azteca. But mm-hmm. the funny thing about it is they – like the capacity – I like when Matt Money Smith – He speaaks well Spanish. It, it, it varies, so, it varies <laughs> so widely. Like you'll see some games at that stadium say, oh, yeah, uh, sellout, 90,000. And then there's like another football or football match, and they say, oh, yeah, it's a sellout, 120,000. But do you know right. how many people are going to be attending this game on Monday so- night? Because of the the way that the stadium's shaped, because of the they call it the raking of the seats. Obviously, for a soccer game, it's right up to the field. Um, but we for the for an NFL game, because there are players on the sidelines and everything else, and cameras and everything else, we got to kill the seats of I think like the first ten to twelve rows on the sidelines, just because you wouldn't be able to see anything. You'd be looking at the back of um, of Donald Penn. Exactly, Donald Penn's pants. Um, so uh, that's not a great experience. <laughs> but I and and the weird Vince thing Wilfork about how, been the how stadiums answer, are sold here is that if you come to a, a soccer game here, you say all they tell you is you're in, you bought a ticket for section 132. Go at and it, and then you just go go grab a seat. So that, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's how that's how that's how ticketing works here. Obviously, for an NFL game, they've had to really do a lot of work to to change how that's done to make hospitality areas. There weren't really anything that you would recognize as an NFL hospitality area. So a ton of work's been done on the stadium and getting it to kind of a level for an NFL game. Uh, And that's obviously reduced capacity a little bit, but I think it's, it's still going to be upwards of 80,000. Oh, 80,000. I thought it would uh, transcend. Yeah. That's still a good number there. Handsome. uh, We'll let you go. Sorry uh, to hold you up with this though, but it's, I am fascinated. We can dig in on this, uh, um, when you're back in the studio, but how is the food? I, I'm fascinated in other in Mexico City. Are there French restaurants? Are there Italian restaurants? Is it all Mexican food? Have you it's had your all day breakfast that. from McDonald's? What would give? <laughs> it, it, I didn't have an all day um, desayuno, but um, I <laughs> the hotel that we're staying in is a is a very smart um, hotel. And yesterday, I, I didn't get here until eleven o'clock last night, but I ate Italian food for dinner, which ah. seems 
like a somewhat ridiculous thing to be doing in a in a Mexican little bit, Hank. Hotel. It's very but weird. Was, but when I was here last time, I ate some fantastic Mexican food. You know, like like smart Mexican food. Which is food than, there. Yeah, we call it food. Right. Here. Yeah. All right. Um, Handsome, food. what a pleasure. Have a great time down there. Um, hopefully football hey, Dave, baby. Talk, yes. Talking about food, um, yeah. I am sorry I won't be able to participate in your in the pie off. I uh, know. It's a great regret. It, it, it makes me off. sick. It makes me sick deep down that that uh, handsome it's, Hank, the inaugural champ of the uh, Exactly. Like Vince Lombardi had a trophy named after him. Obviously the trophy is is named after me as the as the first overall winner. Oh, and, oh, and, and, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's definitely so, true. That's uh, that's that's uh, nice. What a nice bit of continuity on a football podcast. Your last name is you, Peisman. That's, that's that's brilliant. Peisman. Yeah. Yes, Hank <laughs> Peisman. Yes. <laughs> Handsome. Have a good time down there. Have Look fun, forward. Guys. Yeah. Right. Be safe Bye. and uh, enjoy the big enjoy game the food. there. There's Handsome Hank. All right, let's get to it here. Cynthia Freeland, I don't want to hold you up. You have, I know you're a busy woman. Do you have places I mean, to go, people to meet? If, uh, Always. Eh, you know, and then I'll come right back. All right, we're going to jump into the game picks. If you're going to go, you can go right now. But right now it's time for on spot. who are you loving? Yes, let's get to it. Who you loving? That's a McDonald's catchphrase. Yeah. That's, yep. why, that's a, why, why we do it. Also, because we love football, and we look forward to things that are going to happen in the football weekend. I'll start with you, Cynthia, in case you have to run out of here. Yep. Um, I'm loving Todd Gurley's chances this week to actually have a Todd Gurley. like. Agree. Agree. Yep. Yep. So Miami defense has been much improved of recent games. However, I think with the new, obviously, Jared Goff's first time under center or, you know, out of the shotgun, whichever one he's going to potentially do. And I think that means more opportunities for Todd Gurley to get increased volume. Increased volume means potentially more points. So if you're if you've been like saving him all year long, ready to play him, this is the week I think we see good Todd Gurley. May I throw this out on you may. A, as a vote of confidence <laughs> for Jared Goff? First of all, you know, it's it, it really is, and, and this analogy has been made a lot over the last uh, 10 years in favor of guys like Case Keenum or Brian Hoyer or any of these, uh, you know, uh, journeyman guys who look good for a week or two, and then, and then we're amazed. Well, see, he's not so. See, he can get it done. That's because the league doesn't, league-wide doesn't have a book on that guy yet. So it goes for Jared Goff. You don't know what he's going to look like. How would the Dolphins can't anticipate what Jared Goff is going to want to do out there. That should be at least as... Will now, he I, fall over himself when right, he runs back from center? But he does have a live yeah. arm, and that should but, be, that's why they drafted him first overall. Shouldn't he be able to make throws, theoretically, that Case Keenum can only dream well, of yeah, making? he's got so, a bigger arm than Case, certainly. So, so that here's, should be a factor. No? I'm actually not making any judgment on... I actually, there's no Jared Goff judgment in my Todd Gurley love. It's more the fact that typically almost every single time we see a rookie quarterback in their first game, the game script calls for more rushing plays. It's it's just the way it is, and that's what we've seen. I was trying to agree with you, and then you. No, no, I'm 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 agreeing. You know, I'm I'm saying I'm just saying it. I'm not talking about Jared Goff. I'm talking about Todd Gurley's chances. I'm not. There's no. I'm not. They're going to hand him the ball a hundred times. One hundred plays, one hundred carries. But even but even when you saw you know Tom Brady, who's amazing, and you know every single Aaron Rodgers, who had a lot of years to prep, they. In those initial games, typically we see 60-40 passes to rushing plays called by by coaches in a game. And then when we see rookie quarterbacks take the, you know, for the more first 50, few games, 50. more 50-50. Yeah. So it's it's not – there's no judgment on – I don't know what we're going to see from Jared Goff, but I do know if you're if – you, if it's – if you're taking the odds here, the odds say more likely 50-50 plays, play calling. All right. I, I mean, I, I do. I anticipate I, the Rams winning this one, as a matter of fact. I, think oh, I don't think that's going to I think that is crazy talk. <laughs> really? Look, Davis Webb showed up at Cal like two weeks before the season started, and he is on pace I, to break all of all of Jared Goff's numbers. They say he's a better leader. Uh, he's winning games. That Jared Goff, did you see what our, our team here at NFL.com uh, and NFL Network sent out about Jared? For people that were confused, Jared Goff against ranked teams – you know, when you think about the Pac-12 and you have a handful of these teams that are high-scoring teams, you can pile up your six or seven touchdowns against Colorado two years ago. Against ranked teams, the guy is 0-8 and eight with like six touchdowns and ten interceptions and a completion percentage that's 20% below what his average was against those other teams that he feasted on. What do you think NFL teams are? They're those teams, the ranked All right. teams. All right. I just like I, Todd Gurley. Oh, no, no, he's positive. To he's, he's, <laughs> he's got a live arm, though. Yeah, yeah, but he's got a live arm. I, listen, Michael I Bishop had a live arm. I buy that, that in a in in a Jeff very George small. Yeah, 
for 60 minutes. I think that that is right. But to Money's point, and I think you're the first guy I heard make that uh, about uh, Davis you know, six Webb. weeks or so ago. Yeah. It is exactly. It's reminiscent of the Andre Ware thing. As soon as David Klingler started playing, oh, <laughs> uh, oh no, the Lions have to be. Yes. What have we done here? Yes. Oh, it was just the system. Yeah, anybody could go in there and throw for six hundred yards a game in that system. Oh no, what have yeah. we done to ourselves? Yeah, I. I I, I, for one week, I just think you throw the kid out there. The, they don't know what he's oh, going to do, so the, the, he's a wild They had card. to. I mean, Case Keenum was, what, 30? The, the Rams are 32nd in passing yards, 32nd in passing touchdowns, 32nd in scoring. It's the same as the same as the they had rookie pitcher tends yeah. to do well in his first time around the league. Yeah. Then everybody looks at it and says, all right, now here's how you defeat him, and then they defeat him. I'm not saying he's going to be an all-star going forward. Well, what he, ju- he just needs teams to play the preseason defense that they're playing against Dak Prescott because that was the only reason. Uh, look at the stinker. Ah, look at that. Look at well done. Claybon's well done. a stinker. He's the outtakesman. All right. I'll be right back. All right, there goes Cleveland. <laughs> Meeting. Bye, Cynthia. Claybon, lay it on us. Who are you loving, fella? Well, I, I don't know how their teams are going to do this week, but as far as I'm concerned, they've, they've already got some wins. Um, Andrew Hawkins, Josh McCown, Anquan Bolden, uh, Glover Quinn, and Malcolm Jenkins took a trip to Washington, D.C. to try to expand a conversation on police accountability. And um, – you know, I don't know how it was received. They got a tweet from Paul Ryan that said, uh, "Hey, these guys are on my fantasy team." But uh, is that right? Yeah, I so, think that's the response uh, they were looking for. Yeah, that, that's, I think that's what they that's were hoping to do. The, that's what they wanted. The hope that they could have, but uh, we we see them and we've got the the pictures up if if you're able to watch. Uh, these are these are constructive conversations that these guys feel like they they need to have, and it's a conversation that the NFL has been having. Uh, I don't claim to know any of, of those guys, but I have uh, I, I've spoken with Malcolm Jenkins a few times, and in the brief exchanges I've had with him, he is one of the really, really smart guys in the league. So good for him and socially conscious, obviously doing that sort of thing. I, you know, we talked to John King about that for what that's worth, and you know, I, uh, for a generation, everybody beat up on Michael Jordan for not saying something. It's odd to me that now that and we celebrate Muhammad Ali earlier this year for being so outspoken, and yet people don't seem to like it when um, when modern-day athletes like Kaepernick on down do something like that or Mike Evans or anyone else. I say kudos, fellas. Keep yeah. it going. If it's uh, if, it, if it's that wrong, then have the conversation and, and show those guys where they're wrong. It's I, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, but it is. But it you re- will. It, well, I, I, it really is. We are in a <laughs> but, time. I'm always now. down. But here you we go. Are, Cannonball. We are, in a time, we are in a time now where it is very difficult, first of all, to assess – fact to respond to things when you can dismiss fact with no 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 that's just uh, that's your spin on no 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 that's a fact that's not me spinning anything that's scary as is the fact that I don't know what the rules are anymore apparently you can do and say a lot of things and still achieve you know the highest of offices so what what is it what what uh, what is the line that can be crossed now it's it's curious that people are obsessed with Phil Jackson who Probably. I, I wonder where you come down on that, Clay Bomb, but we won't jump in on that right now. But the, the posse thing, it's inappropriate language. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder suppose. where you come down on that, but not right now. <laughs> well, go ahead and weigh in. But I think Context. this is what we're talking about. This, this is the That's the issue that yeah. we're wasting our energy on right now? Is it Pat, Phil Jackson? Who always likes to twist nipples is oh, doing that my. to LeBron James. And that's, oh. that's, that's what Phil does. I mean, he's uh, as, as That's the that, issue that, that we're talking about as now? As I have, that's people, what he People does. can care and talk about uh, multiple things. I would hope that that's you know, fine. I, what, I, how I, you feel about that frivolous conversation doesn't impact how you feel about more important conversations. And that's one thing that I think people – have done is like oh well, you know Peta said this so then all these people well no I disagree I, you know I I agree with you that you can keep two thoughts in your head at the same time theoretically but there is such a preponderance of of, of just looniness and and yes. things I mean on a daily basis for the last ten months that it it, it is too much I focus everybody focus but it's uh I don't know what do I money's I'm, looking at me I'm not going down the guy. hole I mean I'm, I, I I could but I. You know, it'll that, that that is what the Dave Damashek football program will turn into for the next thirty minutes. You're uh, right. Let's not do that. But I will say, based on what you're loving, uh, what I, whenever asked, well, what do you make of this? I say, listen, if you're going to protest, I'm all for it. It's it's the country we live in. It's one of the great things about where we live. Please have uh, the issues sorted out. So when people come to you and ask you to speak on them, and you now have that platform. 
you know what you're talking about. And um, I appreciate that guys would not just throw money at it or take a knee and then not go anywhere with it, but hop on a bird, go to Washington, take the time out to sit with these uh, elected officials and try to make a difference. That is that is beyond, uh, like I said, uh, uh, whatever the, the protest may be or throwing money at something. You know what that's, that's, that's called? That's definitely the extra step. What I call that? Patriotic is what I call it. There you it. go. Matt Money Smith, what well, are you loving? Talk about gravity, an issue, <laughs> a heavy issue. <laughs> there is nothing that makes me happier right now like that than, than Maurice Jones-Drew trolling Michael Fabiano because he is in dead last in our fantasy league. He, I mean, here's a tweet. So Fabs tweets out, if I miss the playoffs in a league and there's no consolation bracket, I am done. I make no more moves, not fair, for teams that are alive. <laughs> well, Maurice Jones-Drew, who has been our fantasy league police commissioner, <laughs> has been all over. He's been calling him Fibber Fabs for the last three days because uh, MJD said, well, you're uh, you're mathematically eliminated from our league. So does, did you put a waiver claim in this week? Are you going to are you gonna make a trade? What's, uh, and, and Fab says, yes, I owe it to the rest of the teams to compete until the very end. And MJD has been having a field day with this. And he is just jabbing Fabs all day, every day. And I think it's really starting to upset him. And you know me, nothing makes me happier than workplace <laughs> conflict. And yes. this has been the highlight of my last three days. I, I'm here. with you. I love workplace conflict like nobody's business so long as I am not one of the parties involved yes. in the conflict. I like to poke other people. That's right. You guys should argue. <laughs> it has been fun. Though. I bet I, you won't slap him. Yeah, you need to start periscoping it. As soon as, as, soon as right. MJD walks in, you need to get the periscope going and just watch him berate Fabs endless. Well, on Fantasy and Friends uh, on NFL Network, uh, we uh, Maurice has started a tradition. If Maurice or if um, uh, Fabs gives bad advice in the preceding week, he then <laughs> offers a uh, an eight by ten, allegedly signed by Michael Fabiano. Sorry about that. Uh, LOL. Oh, that's too Michael good. Fabiano, Hall of Famer. Too good. And there you have it. <laughs> too good. All right, who am I loving? I'm loving Joyous Murray. Yes. And I'm patting myself on the back. This is really, all you. I'm patting Bill Murray on the back because when they won that World Series, the Cubs, a few weeks ago, the look on his face when they cut away to him in the five minutes uh, or, or in the seconds right after that final out, the look on his face was just unironically joyous. Yeah, and unbridled so joy. I tabbed it uh, Joyous Murray, and I think it's the opposite of Crying Jordan. I've solicited you, the Czech Republic, to uh, provide those. When you see a, re a cause for that, we got one there. We just showed it on the um, on the uh, video stream, and uh, hopefully you'll check that out. But Isaiah Crowell yeah. with the Joyous Murray face. Why? Because he doesn't have to fa face Cam Hayward uh, this weekend. But uh, keep those coming. Hashtag uh, DDFP. You can send those along to us. And, oh, by the way, Football Baby continues his tour across uh, the football planet here. The passport keeps getting stamps, and uh, we'll go through those next week for you. For time, we'll move it along. But I do want to shout out Juan Diego Rodriguez, who sent us one from the U.S. and Costa Rica World Cup qualifier. Oh, boy. Oh, and also Maurizio, Maurizio uh, Coke, I believe is the last name, sent one from the top of the mountain. He needed to clear his head after the Jets lost. So he took <laughs> him to the top of Table Mountain, he and Football Baby to help, nice. you know, put some emotional uh, – to put some uh, salve on the emotional. Top of Table Mountain. How about that? So send that? those and uh, take them along. Your uh, trip to the stadium and otherwise is not complete without Football Baby, the flat Stanley of the uh, of the football yes. world here. Do that. You can find it pinned at the top of my Twitter page, at Damashek. And now let's get to it, fellas. This week's the Week 11 Red Challenge Flag Picks. Red, Red Challenge Flag Picks. Can I tell you that was, a, with all due respect to Handsome Hank, that was one of the finer renditions yeah, we uh, we've ever that. had there. Play on. Red Challenge Flag song. All right, dig that back, everybody. It's Cynthia Freeland. She didn't miss a beat. She gave us who she was loving, and now she's right back here. How about for the that? Picks. We are at a Greek restaurant uh, looking at the menu Ooh. of NFL Week 11. Ah, As always. Picanis. I love how you say restaurant. Our, our unparalleled <laughs> waiter, Emma VP behind Emma. the glass. How am I supposed to say restaurant? How did restaurant. I say Restaurant. How did I say <laughs> Restaurant. You said like the runt is. Oh, yeah, that is restaurant. weird. Restaurant. I love how he says it. You say rest runt. I get yeah. a lot of business for, I get a lot of, I get a lot of. Uh, restaurant. That's Feedback weird. on how I say robot, too. What? 
But I also, you know, the like, creatures that fight, you know, they're made of metal that, uh, you know, they battle sometimes. I was just talking about somebody's dairy. Oh, a yeah. robot. A robot. A robot. And you what? say robot. Yay. A robot. Oh, a robot. my goodness. A robot. A robot. A robot. So in a the robot. future, you can be served by a robot at a restaurant. A robot. Robot. Restaurant. Yasu, Emma. Restaurant. Yasu. Oh, well done. Look who. Oh, you know what I Money didn't is do? so multicultural. Not that the show needs it, but the finest radio show in all the land, Petros and Money. Make sure you check it out at uh, if you're in Los Angeles, AM 570 is how you do that. Or internationally, you can listen to it on iHeartRadio. Radio, it's uh, not just the best sports show. <laughs> radio. all twisted. Radio, radio restaurant. Radio. Great work a week ago. I did catch some of the uh, raising money that you did for your Oh, career. yes, you retweeted that out. Thank you very much. Uh, 220 grand. So a big thank you to all of our listeners. I'm sure the uh, Czech Republic was a big part of that. You so know, thank you. Uh, you. You know you're Greek because of your partner, Petros Papadakis. I know Tekanis, and I know uh, Yasu, and that's all you need. <laughs> Yasu's hello. Tekanis is like, hey. So there we go. So today for week 11, we are visiting the Greek restaurant called Achilles Meals. Oh, yeah. Let's get to it, Emma VP. Our appetizers, you'll go through the uh, – well, you could read them if you're looking at the video. So good. We'll also tweet these out um, so you can read them, and when that, we will read the entrees when we get to those. But let's treat these real quick. couple appetizers. This one seems uh, like more than a, a small uh, – a small little uh, bite-sized uh, gem here. I'm going to start with you, Freeland. Ravens at the Cowboys. Choose. Easy peasy. Cowboys. I don't think it is that easy, but all right. Anyone want to throw it? Mm-mm. Go ahead, Claybon. Be a man. Throw, throw it. it. Wait, throw what? It. Be a man. Be a man. Step up to the plate and take care oh, of I'm, business. I'm perfectly comfortable being a woman. <laughs> Sit right here and hold on don't to Don't you flag. address Bye. me, Stan. <laughs> um... I uh well all right go ahead weigh in everybody why, why is why is everybody resolute that the, the Cowboys, Cowboys offensive line is matchup proof that's why they are matchup I don't care how good your defense is that unit will you watch, destroy though, the Ra- you I mean I, for for real I don't yeah. say that rhetorically the Ravens defense is good now I mean I, I feel good. like people yes. haven't noticed no no they they are legit, I just don't don't think they are anywhere near as good as that Cowboys offensive Correct. line Claybon I would have to agree with money uh, you you saw the and we go over the the last run, and of course it's the thing that jumps out in the minds. But but really, you're trying to celebrate that run as as something Ezekiel Elliott did. But you go across the board, and you see the block that Tyron Smith got. To, yeah. to, to, it it's overblown that well anybody could have success behind that line. But when you put Ezekiel Elliott and Dak, and then Dez on the outside, it's just tough for me to imagine Joe Flacco and company being able to score. Keep up, yeah. As you can well, see, that chemistry starting to uh, uh, starting to forge there a little bit between Dez and Dak. That's where it's starting to get scary yeah. now because he is always standardly and you get uh, everybody has said this for ten years. The casual fan, everybody talks about the eight man box. Oh, they're going to load up to try and uh, stop uh, a premier running back, uh, whoever fill in the the blank of that name there. But legitimately, those eight man uh, fronts are not stopped. Zeke Elliott because he attacks whoever gets yeah. in his way. He he makes them pay at the very least. And in the meantime, you always have Dez now on the outside. And, you know, he is as physical. It doesn't make it – to me, I've said this before. Calvin Johnson, even when he's in the league, the one guy who can defeat double coverage if you just throw up there, hey, 50, go get it. Ball. Go get better. it, man, is Dez Bryant. And and he's and he's see, seeing very favorable yeah. matchups consistently now. It is – but I will say – There is this, the one wrinkle. There is the one wrinkle, and that is that Tony Romo had this emotional speech, (laughs) and Dak throws three picks, and they're down three touchdowns, three scores, you know, in the middle of the third quarter, and you just kind of see him on the sideline going, yeah, that, uh, remember what I was, yeah. I mean, it it has to line up that way, right? It has to line up that way. Does he know how football works, and he knows that he's gotten hurt a number of times? Does he not acknowledge the possibility that Dak might get hurt? It was like... Goodbye, everybody. I'm I'm taking off. Like no, uh, no, no. no you might, we need you, Tony. You might have to go yeah, into he, a game. He could friend. get wrecked in one of these snaps. And by the way, I don't want to be I don't want to be uh, cynical about this guy at the tail end of his uh, of his profession and a glorious run he had. Maybe some people will would, would uh, knock him for not getting to a Super Bowl. But but, but, <laughs> but 
I thought it was. I thought the proceedings were a little maudlin the other day. All right, he's a multimillionaire who has had a very successful career. Let's say, you know, let's settle yeah. down. Everybody. You would have loved. It was nice. It our, was a nice uh, our fantasy live pre-show meeting because I had heard Akbar talking about how much he loved it, and so you know me, of course. He's poker. He's it a com- poker. It comes up, and I just go. I thought it was stupid. <laughs> Maurice Jones Drew and Akbar lost his mind. Maurice Jones Drew said. Oh, well, that's just something the Cowboys wrote for him and asked him to read to, yeah. to settle down any controversy. Let's. Uh, hey, you know, we're paying you uh, 18 million bucks this year. Just take that. Go ahead. Start reading and we'll uh, see you in 20. I understand him to be a great guy yeah. from uh, people who would know, who know him personally, and so I don't wish he I thought it was pretty genuine. I, thought, I liked it. I was like, I listen, was we, the media, we ask so much of them, and then, like, they give us something great, and we're like, we didn't like that either. Stupid. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I I just feel like he was a class – I like, am I alone in this? He's a class act. Like, it felt very genuine. You know, he didn't have to do – he could have just said nothing or whatever, and – that, he definitely could have made this into a real mess yes. if he wanted to. So, yeah. All right, the only thing I'll say, and then we move on. Clean sweep, Cowboys. About the Ravens. This is not Alabama playing in a weak SEC, just steamrolling week after week. This is They're in the NFL. But, There's wait, going wait, wait, to wait. some team or teams. The, the, the Cowboys aren't just endlessly going. You want that, Claybon? You want but, to take that one? Minute, they're endlessly going to, to lay down for the Dallas Cowboys. The Ravens are going to show up. You are here, but, but now believe last me four, later. Last four opponents, Browns, broken Steelers with Ben not 100%, Jets. Giants and so I think we may have like even though I think this defense is very good don't don't recency bias don't think like oh they you know Browns oh the Steelers win but like don't overestimate you know do you know what I'm saying like I think yeah. the Ravens defense numbers are is a good, product but of the, I don't the bad think, teams they've been playing right yeah so all right let's move on one sweep. more here this one can take let's see if we can uh, issue our predictions <laughs> on this one in under 15 seconds yes Patriots 49ers oh, go money uh, Emma's not going to read the... No, she's I know. not, not going to read this one. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, okay. I will do... Uh, oh, boy. I'm going to... Go ahead. Pick... Oh, Patriots. <laughs> Although Claybon. I love the... I love the Peter Chips Kelly in there. You took eight seconds. Go, Claybon. Ah! I'm wow. doing it. No, you're not. I'm doing it. I'm doing it, It was Dave. a gut shot, too. You're going to take the Niners? I guess I'm going to take the Niners. I love the Patriots, it. The Patriots are going to lose two games in a row. How about that? You don't believe that. Though. I believe it in my heart of believe heart. Believe it. What? Okay. I'm in heaven. It in wow, it's Lima time. Believe it. That's bold, fella. Freeland, go ahead and join me. threw Clay two by. flags at my I mean, I do, I do I like – I'll be a man. No. Um, I do like the pita chips Kelly on the menu because I think that's hilarious. Yes. But I can't do it. I'm sorry. I mean, how <laughs> well done, Clayton. Tom Brady, who that's now, the flag throw of the year. You know, Tom Brady owns the, uh, he whether he should or not takes full responsibility for the loss against the Seahawks. He's going to come out fired up to overcome that for his teammates, and it's against his uh, boyhood team, there, the Niners. There that's has to be gonna, there has to be an end to Tom Brady's rage powers. Right. Aren't Tom Brady already, rage is stronger than all are, of us. Aren't we already at maximum Tom Brady rage? Isn't this Tom Brady's no. revenge tour? We, he thought the world? he was, and he realized, oh, I have one more night. And it's like, oh, my wife told me to stop talking, so now I'm even angrier. The world, yeah. turn up. The world let me down? No, no, now I let me down. Now i got to turn it up even hotter. I would just yep. say um, the, I did two, two out of three Niner games, and uh, the two I did, they allowed a combined – I'm not. I'm not embellishing here. A combined 560 rushing yards. One of those teams was the Saints, yeah. who does not know how to run the ball. A team that does not know how to run the ball, and they rushed for nearly three over 300 Look. yards. Legarrette Blunt, Dion Lewis, and James White will each, in terms of fantasy, have 10 fantasy points, a, a touchdown, and 50 yards at least. For I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying this is the Gulf Storm. I'm saying this. This could be Thermopylae. <laughs> You know, we could. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, the hot gates of Thermopylae. How about that? We're reference? outnumbered. Claybon does it again. All right, Brilliant. let's get to the entrees Brilliant. here. Uh, Polo Cotrones at the hot gates of Thermopylae. Tell us All about right, the guys. Philly and Seattle contest. Will do. We have an Eagles versus Seahawks lamb chops. One-handed catch are well-received Jimmy Graham chops, marinated in extra Sherman olive oil and complete with peat caramelized onions and Greek <laughs> yogurt sauce. <laughs> Yogurts. I stepped on you. Sorry. Served with Agalorzo, Palafadelphia, and sitting at the bottom of the Aegean <laughs> NFC East, the Eagles can't afford to art a choke in the heart of the season. I mean, so good. Aegean yeah. NFC yeah. East. I love it. I well love done it. there. Well I love done. it. That was so, I All like right, you're the best, Emma. First here. Let's go to Claybon. Let's, uh, what's your pick here? I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. All right. No one's going to throw a challenge flag on this one, right? Nope. No one? Nope. Nobody. 
is there any case that could be made that Carson Wentz was a little bit better, that he righted the ship a little bit last week? Nah. He's better. I mean, but that's You called it three weeks ago, Shaq. You said, you know what's going to happen. The Seahawks are going to get healthy. They're going to start steamrolling teams. And we're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. There is an obvious pick to win the NFC. It's the Seahawks. We, we, we talked about – so everybody's taking Seahawks. Yeah, we, everybody in the world saw Russell Wilson spin out of a tackle yeah. and throw to Doug Baldwin for a touchdown. I was like, oh, okay. Right. Everything's good. They're back. All good. <laughs> and, and, by the way, I know people are probably aware of this, but it bears repeating. Michael Bennett didn't play against the Patriots. And that's why I thought the Patriots were going to win. But Cam Chancellor, you know, certainly was able to to account for his absence and his return. You know what? Everybody, including me, has put the Patriots into the Super Bowl. That's owed more to the fact that I think the rest of the AFC is is a little weak. There are a couple teams in the West that are intriguing. And if the Steelers could get it just right and healthy, which they're not going to do, maybe in a shootout they could go up to Foxborough. But uh, I do think that the Patriots – not oh just to what we saw in Foxborough on Sunday night. I think that's a that's an imminently beatable team. I don't. You can run on them. You can throw on. I mean, they're. De- I mean, I just the I expected the defense was going to be better. And who's going to knock them off? What play, Bon? No, I'm just I'm, I'm okay. enjoying this. So. Throw it. All right, I'm not. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, I'm taking the Patriots against <laughs> okay. the 49ers. Don't, don't, let's not get crazy here, everybody. All right, next All right. up. Waiter, tell us about the Buffalo and Cincinnati contest. We have our Bills versus Bengals falafel sandwich. Enjoy a t- enjoy a taste of Geno Athens by way of our Cincinnati tahini sauce oh, covered yeah. three deep balls <laughs> of Brandon Falafel. Escape through our collapsing pita pockets stuffed with intentionally grounded Dalton pick peas <laughs> and sandwiched between Garbanzo Alexander beans and Bills pickles. I should have seen Brandon Falafel coming a mile away, yeah. and yet it pleases me. Also, Cincinnati Tahini. Cincinnati Tahini. What a dumb I can't even sauce. say it, and, uh, and uh, Emma VP mm. wrote it for us. So All right. Robot. I got a hankering for some Mediterranean food now. I, I got to tell do you. Too. Yeah. I kind of do, too. Check out the huddle. Hopefully you get like Cynthia, a euro or something. I'm going to say Bill, probably don't. <laughs> Bills, Bengals, big one for both of them. Choose. You know – I, you're going to be mad at me because you're going to have to change that graphic. But I'm, I'm calling for the Bills upset. Uh, I, I, I thought, you know, I, I, I there's just something. <laughs> we both got excited. We're like, we're, uh, you're going to wear these flags. Nope, we're with you. Yeah, I mean, the Bengals m- probably make more sense in terms of like, you know, AJ Green. All the watching different- Andy Dalton against the Giants was so depressing. Who did I pick? I now I can't even remember. My head is cloudy. Bengals. <laughs> I did take the Bengals. There. Yeah, they'll win. Yeah, there. Yeah, there. Yeah, they'll Wear win. It. <laughs> the Bengals. Well, I throw it to Gurley to you just then. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Both of these. <laughs> Bills. They had like nice arc. Just a little. I don't know. It's I, a floater. I, I have no good reason to do this except that uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler Eifert keeps showing up since he got back out there. And I, at some point. Tyler Boyd's got to rise up. I think uh, the, the weapons are. I don't know. You don't. But you're, I mean, you're just. You're not convincing at all. You're just kind of meandering. You're like, well. Yeah. Well, I, I will say Tyler, this right. too. You're, you're doing what some sports talk, and you know this so well. When you go through uh, your AM dial and you get on that sports show, and they're trying to talk about a particular game, and they just start listing names. Well, you know, I mean, Tyler Eifert <laughs> and um, and AJ Green. Well, you know what? Though? I'm going to list one more. AJ Green. Let's not forget about Gilmore. Okay. Okay, well, you've no, got Gilmore, but, but. – I mean, it is it, – it, it does get to a point of being a kind of head-scratching, and I have not been an Andy Dalton – I have not been an Andy Dalton guy since day yeah. one, but um, it is – I mean, come on. That offensive line should be a lot better, and A.J. Green is a top three or four receiver, and he's got Tyler Eifert, and they still can't I – mean, you the, know, the most- difference-making guys in the backfield and everything, and he still can't make it go. It's yeah. the same thing as Brock Osweiler. I, the, I, like I said – the, the Texans' offense can only fail if Brock Osweiler is just absolute junk, and so far he's been junk. Andy Dalton's not much better, given what he's got around. Andy Dalton's a lot better. He's better than Brock Osweiler. Andy Dalton's he's been a in the lot league, better than Brock Osweiler. And he's got a lot more snaps than uh, Osweiler. Listen, well, listen. probably the most disappointing thing for Cincinnati to me was in late-game situations, I'm watching the Giants, and it's like, well, the Giants are going to give this ball up because they can't run the ball. And and they just iced the yeah. game against the Bengals. And w- That's what, what, what I was just yeah. going to say is, if you watch the first half of that game, though, Geno Atkins was just blowing it up over and over again. So Shady shouldn't have a, a good day. But then, like you say, as the game wears on, then uh, then they start making hay on the ground again. <laughs> so, all right. I was Let's, just going to say hey. 
Listen, Colin, we're talking about Andy Dalton, all right? You don't need to bring Brock Osweiler into this conversation. There's no reason. Freeland, to you him. think you think if you put Andy Dalton on the Texans in on the first day of August 2016, you think the Texans would be way better? <laughs> what is what is way better? Way better. I don't know. I'd way say, better. Yeah. I but would say yeah. I would say considerably better. Con- oh, yeah. well, not way better. I, I don't know. The, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I would. You know what? Like record-wise, like... I don't know how to evaluate. I'm just saying. I mean, Brock like, Osweiler has been atrocious, but Andy Dalton has been... Let me been, tell you, you something. Know, like, Andy Dalton might be boring to watch, hey. and he might be frustrating, but he... I, I mean, he's still, like, he's gotten them t- to the playoffs a bunch of times. That's more than Brock Osweiler. I mean, Andy I Dalton. on a team that did it. Let's not forget, Andy Dalton built one of the finest high school stadiums in Katy, Texas, right there in the shadow of Reliance Stadium. So that... That area, that fine state owes a little debt of gratitude to that man, and you know they support him they got down there. Or it's NRG Stadium now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. It was Let's... relying at the time, though, so you are historically accurate. That's, that, there, there you go. go. Right. Everybody, everybody wins. That's right. We're kind of okay. waiting in here. I mean, what, what? I, oh, we got, I don't have to talk about going track down here. a rabbit hole. Andy Dalton getting to the playoffs on the most talented roster save at QB throughout uh, the stretch of his career is, is underwhelming evidence for mm. his uh, – where he ranks Delay among game. NFL QBs. All right, yep. all right, let's talk about it. Dolphins and the Rams. Lay it on us, uh, waiter. We have our Dolphins versus Rams. Pork Suvlaki. Shout Faropa Cooper in honor of Goff's debut with our Indomitian Suvlaki Kiko kebabs <laughs> made of Lamarcus pork loiner and accompanied by a sideline case quinoa salad. <laughs> Note, please let us know if you're fed up oh. with our selections at Barbecue B by leaving us a passer rating on Yelp. Well done. <laughs> Faropa Cooper. It's your best one yet, Emma. I know. That's I'm, that's the best one. I that's wish you would have delivered it with an opa, though. Baropa. And a little pyro in that other room. Opa. I feel like everybody has already weighed in on this one. Yeah. Go ahead, Money. Make Dolphins. it official. Dolphins. I'll throw that. I'll t- I'll do oh, it. here we go. I'll do it. <clears throat> Live arm. You know what? I right live in, in LA. Again. <laughs> you make fun of my word choices. What do, I, what do you want me to tell about? No, about you, can, you can You say... and your fellow arm takes men. Like, I'm not, I can't say live um, arm. What do I have to say? Um, no, it, it could be anything. You could have. You could hand cannon, hose. He doesn't have no noodle hanging from that shoulder. Rifle. He's got a whip. This guy could throw a ball through a car wash and not get wet. Yep. Listen, I'm gonna take the Rams. Why? Because I live in Los Angeles and I'm loyal to my city. No one else wants to yes, wait. Yeah, that would be the only reason. Freeland, you're definitely taking the Dolphins. We've now turned the corner, and it's like, oh, are you crazy? You're gonna pick oh, against the Dolphins? No, I didn't Dolphins say that. on the road. I mean, it's not the. Some gimme game for the mighty they, Miami they, Dolphins. They've been playing pretty darn well. I know they have. Just because they beat up on your poor Ben Roethlisberger. I see what it what is now. No, I, I see what this is now. I just think their defense <laughs> is much improved, and I think that you know they're figuring out how to get that run game working so that you know they don't need to put it in Ryan Tannehill's arms. Darn right. On Ryan Tannehill. This shoulders. all started with your Steelers team. You know, you said, listen, the Steelers are due for a letdown. This is precisely the type of game they lose, and we thought that was the case. Instead, Adam Gase kind of figured it out. I I need to run – I need to play defense. I need to get the ball out of Tannehill's hands and run the ball more, and we might be a pretty good squad. And they stayed out here, so I think that – you know, and they do have some injuries, like, on their O-line, and they're switching some things around, and that's a little scary because that O-line has been the reason they've been able to run the ball. That's right, and it was real bad when those pieces were out. Brandon Albert is out this week. Brandon Albert is out, but – but Tunsil's playing Tunsil. better. And Tunsil's actually playing pretty well. It's hard to – There's a reason why he was the highest-rated player in the draft. Right, they, got, by... they stole him. We'll, they stole uh, him. Yeah. we'll dig in deeper on this right. at we a later drugs. date. But I, you know what? <laughs> Adam Gase, that was one I thought this is going to work out. Even in sure. September, I thought this is this is still – he's going to figure this out by the end of the season and we'll be talking about him. But it is – it does it, – it, it's going to be really interesting in the offseason if it's like, well, the one thing that's – holding us back is 17 here. What are we going to – are they going to move on from 17? Because it does seem like they're coming together, but he remains – Adam Gase made Jay Cutler have a chance last year, and that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Oh, so hey. you're saying Jay Cutler's going to be the Dolphins' QB in 2017? No, I'm saying that but at the he's same like time, a quarterback Jay still whisper. doomed him, you know, still ultimately would make Correct. that – And I think that's the fear but of Tannehill is as much – look, I can do just so much. Eventually right. this guy is going to sink our ship. But I, We've yeah. got to figure out how to move on. Sun Sunday night dandy. Woo-hoo! Maybe another one right in a Let's row there so. after a big uh, a big number in the rating. Yep. Quelling some concerns about that thing. Green Bay, D.C. <laughs> Waiter, lay it on us. We have our Packers versus Redskins, Musaka. 
Our biggest crowder pleaser get your daily value of James starch with our Musaha Clinton Dix casserole packed with Jared cooked egg <laughs> slant slices and an imported Crosby's leg of Lambo. <laughs> Plated in the pie formation, this dish is marinated with Pierre Vinegarson and smothered Vinegarson. in bechamel sauce. Uh, I do want to make sure um, I would like to promote it several times each show, but you can go to NFL.com if you want to see the full menu of games available. And you this should. Weekend. Yeah, uh, MOV Indeed. work now uh, out there for the public to consume beyond just the DDFP. You can As it should it be. In all its glory that way. So who's picking this one now? Are we the money on this one? Is it me? Or is Let's it, do it. Cynthia? I, I oh, no, I just threw right, the flag we We're good. Is we it Claybon? No, it's Claybon. Oh, it is? Oh, You're I was going to get into my Spartacus pose well, here. Oh, yeah, yeah, I figured yeah. I'm going to wear here. here we go. Green Bay Packers, Packers. skins, choose. The Green Bay Packers. I've been hit with the flag. I'm not going to Why money? The Packers are a mess <laughs> offensively. Uh, Devontae Adams looks like their leading receiver. I can't get behind that. And quietly, the Redskins' defense is playing well. You know, and when you have issues on the offensive line, when you're a one-dimensional offense, great. James Starks is back as their premier back. Kristen but Michael's now still, there too, huh? Uh, yeah, Kristen Michael. Boy, oh boy. What a, what a catch. I mean, here's someone who was tearing it up for Seattle, and then they unceremoniously just flat cut him. What do you think that guy's like in the locker room? What kind of personality do you think he is Lovely. around the team? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to bank on the Redskins. And look, I was impressed that they made Matt Jones a healthy scratch. I mean, I think that's what they needed to do is, hey, this guy Rob Kelly runs hard. He plays hard. Matt Jones was always kind of indifferent. Um, and I think they've kind of found more of their identity. They're more of like a grinded out Kind of hardcore football team. 2016 is DC the year hardcore. Of, hey, I'm going to teach this highly paid uh, professional football player a lesson. Put him down. Uh, make him a healthy scratch. And then every, it seems like this is the the antidote to what ails these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, consistently. Jay Ajayi. Yeah. Matt guys Jones. Are, guys are getting fires lit under them for seeing the bench there. Freeland. Anything you want to add to uh, the reason why you're picking DC here? Well, between the Redskins' ability to with Rob Kelly, they've been able to open up the offense. You're seeing like tight ends not named Jordan Reed. Yeah. Vernon Davis right. is relevant again. You're you're seeing you're seeing the like you know Jamison Crowder's become a very viable wideout one for them in most situations. The diversity of routes that they're running with their receivers very. It's not just like hey, there's this guy named Jordan Reed, and then there's this guy named Deshaun Jackson, and yep. sometimes we kind of mix it up who gets it. And but it, but that's basically what's going on. There you're seeing a lot of different targets, and you're seeing Rob Kelly being able to get some some footed like his yeah, footing. Box isn't stacked. He runs hard. He gets chunk right. yardage. So it it's a good looking offense. And I mean, Kirk Cousins is. Kind of like, look, he's he has to prove what he's you know to earn his paycheck next year, and I think he's doing the best he can. And like, I I I think Kirk Cousins will get paid next year. Yeah. In a league of egos, I really do always refer back to last January. I asked Kirk Cousins why. It's a name drop. I, uh, I, I, I like it. I was talking How did to that Kirk. Pick that one I was up. talking to we Kirk. That. It went beautifully. Good. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, talk, I'm talking to I'm talking to Kirk. Someday I'll share that yarn. Yeah. The uh, yeah. Kirk, I'm talking to Kirk, and I say, why is it that you're? I, I would love to play if I if I were an NFL wide receiver. I wouldn't. I would not deal well with Peyton Manning or Dan Marino yelling at me on the field. I would. I would not respond to that at all. He, on the other hand, Cousins is like, that's why you're the best receiver in the world, and he runs around right. and does that after every touch. And I said, okay. that's so refreshing. Why do you do that? And he said, because if they don't play beyond themselves, then I will definitely fail in this league. I do <laughs> yeah. not have the ability to hang Nick, unless these guys play above their head. Yeah. Next time you talk to him, so he went to school at Michigan State, which is the town over from where I grew up, and so like to warm him up, my old producer and my old job, I'm like, ask him if he's like a land shark or a Rick's guy. He's a land shark guy, and he'll do the... Is that land the shark right guy. Alright. It's, like it's, like it's like a Michigan State bar, and it's there. you're either land shark or Rick's. Play bond. Okay. We're <laughs> up against it time-wise. I, I mean, I, listen, I'm going to bet on the best quarterback I've ever seen to salvage the season here yeah what better way to and we've got conversations about how things are going wrong in green bay what better way to bring everybody together to be like hey here's the team that you played in the playoffs and you had some great success and went in there and got a win on the road these are the same guys let's go beat these guys together I know that's nonsense, Together. and uh, there, there's nothing to that simplistic kind of thinking, and Aaron no. Rodgers isn't having a great season. But I did see signs. I mean, that that disgust. I mean, that visible disgust that he showed on the field in Nashville a week ago. Oh, was all, it Nashville a week ago, or was it the week before that? No, or was it, it was the week this, before that? Yeah. Or was it the all year right, before fine. that and the year before that and the fine, year before that? Fine, he's a prickly guy. That's fine. right, that he worked, is. That, you know what? I, I and that off. wears thin when you're losing. 
All right. I, well, we'll see. I, I, I think that he the is going to. The disgust he showed. He shows it every week. Guy drops a he pass, and spe- he's like, oh. No, but my, point, oh, was, my oh. point was, all of a sudden, he Rogers. started making plays. He, it, was too, it was too tall a task to overcome there in Nashville, but he started all of a sudden making plays. Wait, so you're saying, which one are you going with? I'm taking, he's the, taking, taking the Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so taking you're going the, full right. on Cal Bear quarterbacks. That's, Goff, Pat. There you go. There Speaking you go. of which, Rogers. real quick, dessert, Texans, Raiders. Yep. State Longshore in the league. Here we go, guys. Oh, you're going to read it. I'm going to read it. Yes. Our Texans versus Raiders baklava. (laughs) Your taste buds are in for a sweet trip to the DeAndreatic Sea, Uh, but first enjoy a three-hour layover south of the the Del Rio Grande. Here you'll try our rich baklava, still craving to prove it's worth thick stacks of dough. (laughs) Baked with cinnamon fedora sticks and topped in five walnuts, grab your will fork and dig in. It'll surely be a cloves one. Oh, I mean... Well done. Well done Emma, with the ingredients in baklava. Emma, I mean, in working favorite. those in. That baklava is, is the funniest thing I've seen all day. That is impressive. Thank you, guys. Freeland. Are you really going here? Raiders. Big. Mm. All right. Like I say, could be a weird game, but I'll Big. take the Raiders too. Money. Dum, 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 da, dum, dum, da, dum, dum, dum. Are you picking the oh, Texans? Oh, no, he's doing the little. Oh. No. Dum, dum, da, dum, dum, Some Sam Spence. He's yeah. taking. He's uh, giving. The autumn wind is a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what, money? Let's make that so. I want to take this on as my next great campaign for society. What's that? Matt Money Smith needs to become the voice oh, of NFL. No, 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 yeah. no. Why not? No, 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 no. Why not? I don't have those kind of chops. That, don't jive. No one likes your modesty, friend. Descenda, come on. I don't have that. You want to get under uh, – who's your pick in that game? Claybon. Yeah, the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Real quick, I want to say this about Maurice Jones. If you want to tweak him ever, here's my little tip to you. Tell, talk about how Ty Montgomery has exposed the position of running back in the NFL. <laughs> Anybody could do it. Yeah, that's so good. He doesn't like it. He, I mean, but for real, he doesn't like it. Yeah. And make Can't sure, why. And make sure next time you're around Akbar, he overhears you saying what a bunch of nonsense that Tony Romo speech was. <laughs> he gen, like genuinely. All right, I gotta go find Akbar. Yes, you guys I'll go, go find, find MJD. We'll cover that. all our bases. And Claybon, you go find Fabiano. High off five coming at you on the next DDFP. Make sure you tune in. It'll be festive times to be sure. Woo-hoo! And delicious too. Thanks to Matt Money, hey. Patrick Claybon, Cynthia Freeland. I'll leave you with this: a dad joke. Oh, <gasps> do it. You ready? Do it. Dad joke I leave you with. <clears throat> Ready? I forgot yeah? to get to this early. I'm glad you snuck this in. Go ahead. Why did the turkey fall in love with the potato? Why? Because it was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Simple, but delicious. Get now, let's wrap it up. We'll talk with you oh, after gonna, week 11, before week 12, and Thanksgiving. No, we'll let you know terrible, how everything's right? going to shake out there and let you know. Who is the grand champion here at NFL Media of making pies? We'll talk to you next week, everybody. Thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, You're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.